Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's talk to our buddy Brad Rowland. He is the host of Locked on Hawks, part of the, uh, it's a daily podcast about the Atlanta Hawks. Part of the uh, Locked On Sports Network. I think I've heard of them uh, before. Uh, you can follow Brad on his personal Twitter page, at BT Roland. Brad, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks uh, for spending a few minutes with me tonight. Thanks for having me. Uh, and it should be pretty interesting times here in Hawksland. Yeah, you know, and I, I know in the grand scheme of things that it's one game. But, boy, it does feel like tomorrow night starts to get into sort of must-win territory. you got to protect home court, playing a West Coast team. It, it just feels like tomorrow night becomes must-win for as much as there is a must-win game in the NBA. Do you get the sense of it, or do you just not think it's as important right now for the Hawks to figure out a win tomorrow night? I'm probably in the middle there. You know, it's it's so hard for anything to be a must-win at this point in the season, but – to your point, like they go on the road after this for four games in a row. It's a pretty friendly matchup at home after two days off. The Hawks lost a game that was very winnable um, on Tuesday. So certainly, given where they are and where they want to be, it's a game that you need to win. I think that's pretty It's pretty obvious. Like they're going to be solid, solidly favored in Las Vegas, all that stuff. So like as far as like nothing's a must win right now, but in terms of like games you probably need to secure to like fulfill your goals, it's pretty hard to work. So I, I was talking about this earlier in the show, Brad, that I really think starting on Saturday that next week is going to be one of the more intriguing weeks of the year, and we're probably going to learn a lot. You got to, you know, you play Friday night, but then you turn right around on Saturday and go on the road. And then when you end the road trip, you play on that Saturday night right after. So you look at the Hawks have not played well on the road. They've not done well in back-to-back. Trying to beat a team, you know, maybe like twice on their own home court, you know, where you win a series is also difficult. It just feels like that there are so many things working against the Hawks that it does feel like, okay, we get through those two series on the road in four games. It does feel like we'll learn a lot more about where this team is really headed the rest of the year. I definitely agree. I mean, it's a lot of just measuring stick kind of things. You know, this just going on the road any, at any time for more than a game or two is a challenge in the NBA. Teams will always tell you that longer road trips are they're just sort of taxing on everybody. Uh, and then and this time around, you're playing two teams that are not fantastic teams. But like Miami's had your number the last couple of years, and they're ahead of you in the standings. So if you're the Hawks trying to get those wins, and then Washington just beat you, that's the team you play twice 
And also you sort throw in the dynamic of you're playing these teams two games in a row, which is always a little bit interesting. And then, like you said, the Hawks are two and six on back-to-backs. The Hawks are below 500 on the road. Um, it will definitely tell you a lot about where they are under Quinn Snyder. And, you know, hopefully if they're still healthy, the Hawks have had some pretty good results this year when they're actually at full strength, which gives you some optimism at this point. But nothing is easy at all about going on the road for four games. And then, like, like you said, coming back and playing, yes, at home, but playing Boston <laughs> on the second out of a back-to-back is a pretty tough one for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me, Brad Rowland. Joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline, host of the Locked on Hawks daily podcast. Excuse me, Brad. Um, when, when you look at this team for the rest of this year in this, what's going to be 20 games left to play, you know, I, I still believe, me personally, that, you know, they're not throwing away this season, that there's – for, for everybody that talks about the future and evaluations and, and different things like that, I understand that. But how important do you still think this year is, especially to Tony Ressler, especially to, I mean, maybe even more than Landry Fields, but Tony Ressler especially, how important do you think the rest of this year is to position themselves in a decent playoff spot and try to make some kind of run in the playoffs? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's an interesting mix, like you said, because the Hawks have been pretty consistent about talking about how this season still matters and they're focused on this season. And that's been all the internal pressure the last you know couple of years, especially going into this year. I think that, you know, hiring Quinn Snyder, yes, it's kind of an interesting transition for the team and it's happening at kind of unprecedented time late, late in the year. But no one is running away from the fact that they want to win and they want to win now. And yeah, it's tough when you are, you know, firmly in the middle of the play-in race right now to have huge expectations. But everyone is still focused on, you know, like I, I would say, potentially avoiding the play-in, trying to get to that number six seed if they could possibly help it. And look, I don't think it's realistic to expect them to win a playoff series, given where they are in the standings. It's just the reality that you're going to be playing a team that's probably better than you in the first round if you even get there. But they're not betting on the season. Like there's there's this delicate balance that they're, that they're trying to walk right now between. Yes, giving Quinn Snyder and giving this front office that's still pretty new some information about the future to make those future-based decisions, but they're doing it at the same time as uh, a team that's still trying to win now and ownership still wants to win now and fill the building up and get that buzz up for the future too. So they're trying to kind of follow two masters, which can be pretty difficult, honestly. It's kind of tough to do both things at once, but they're trying to do that, and they definitely expect to be uh, better than they've been so far for the rest of the season. How I, I had the um, Utah Jazz beat writer on uh, the other night on my show. Um, I've had David Locke on the podcast. How influential do you think Kyle Korver was in all of this decision-making? How influential was he in selling Quinn Snyder to, whether it was Landry Fields, Tony Ressler, Nick Ressler, whoever it was, how influential was he in this whole process? I'm sure he had a prominent voice. You know, they're very close. Kyle even said it in an interview of during the uh, press conference to introduce Quinn that, like, you know, he, he kind of views him as this, you know, almost, I don't, I, don't think he, I don't think he said the word genius, but he certainly views him at a very, very high level. They're very close. That's been out there for a while. 
Quinn was Kyle's assistant coach. Like players have their own assistants, and uh, Quinn was that for Kyle in Atlanta. So they are tight. I'm sure that matters. But you know, taking a step back, you know, he's still the number two in the front office structure, and maybe even you know number three or number four, depending on how you feel about the ownership group and all that stuff. So like I'm sure he had a voice, but he's I, I can't imagine Kyle dictating at this point like decisions like that. And I think just if you look at it, Quinn Snyder was pretty easily the best coach available. So I'm not sure how how much you had to kind of sell that internally. Maybe kind of doing it now and not waiting might've been a little bit pushed forward by somebody internally, but you know, that was, I'm sure helps, you know, even Landry Fields said that the first call that went to Quinn Snyder came from Kyle Corver. It did not come from Tony Ressler or Landry Fields. It was Kyle that kind of made that bridge and that first contact. So that relationship, I'm sure played a part in it, but I kind of hesitate to kind of give him all the push on that because there's just so much, there's so much involved and all that, you know, it's a huge contract, all that stuff, which I'm sure goes above Kyle. Brad Rowland is the host of the Locked On Hawks podcast, a daily podcast on the Atlanta Hawks on the Locked On Sports Network. Brad, um, besides Trey Young, who do you think has the most to prove in this 20 games down the stretch? Who, who do you think is also the spotlight shining on when you look at this Hawks roster? Set Trey Young aside. Yeah, that's such a great question because it clearly is probably Trey's nationally all that, at all the attention. I'm looking at guys who, you know, don't have connections to this front office. Like, for instance, DeAndre Hunter is a guy that I think is, had, is having an important season, generally speaking. Yes, he, he already got his extension, but it was kind of almost implied that he had to get better to live up to that extension. And he's definitely had a better season this year, but he wasn't drafted by Landry Fields, and he wasn't extended by Landry Fields. He's a new coach for him, but I'm kind of circling him. Uh, and I would also say, you know, John Collins is a very natural one, but also they might just be kind of ready to trade him any, anyway. So I'm not sure if there's like pressure on John. It'd certainly be helpful for everybody involved if you played better. But, you know, the sneaky one for me is the centers. Click uh, Capella, Aneke Kongwu, um, I think for the future and also for now, but especially for the future, like I think that long term, one of those guys is not going to be here. And we've kind of known that for a while and they've kind of pushed that decision back a little bit. But if you're a new coach in Quinn Snyder, you're going to probably want to hitch your wagon to one of those guys because practically speaking, the Hawks can't continue to have both of them on the other team. Not, not because of anything negative, just because the Kong was about to be a free agent and make a lot of money. Capella's locked up long term. So uh, that's one I'm keeping an eye on, uh, certainly more for, for the future than for this year. But as you kind of alluded to, I think Trey is definitely in a, in a class by himself in terms of pressure. Most of that's just kind of, you know, just the natural thing of being the number one player on the team and also just the national pressure of all that. But, uh, you know, up and down the roster, I can make a case for almost anybody. Do you think that when we get to the offseason, do you get any sort of sense that Quinn Snyder will have another voice in this organization, not just head coach and sitting on the bench for 82 games? You know, we obviously, you know, again, the title president of basketball operations. That was given to Coach Bud. It was given to Travis Schlenk. Now Landry Fields has it. But everything that we read in guys I talk to and everything I hear, that Quinn Snyder, unlike in Utah, wants to have a voice in the conversations or something to do with building the roster moving forward. Do you think that there will be some changes to what Quinn Snyder's title, involvement, or anything like that in regards to player personnel moving forward? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I don't think it's going to be a title change just because they could have already done that now and they didn't. But I, I, from everything I hear and what's been even reported out there in the last few days, I think Quinn is going to have a prominent voice. Whether he has the final say is kind of the more interesting question because clearly, you know, Landry Fields is the number one guy in the front office right now. You throw in Nick Ressler, you throw in Tony Ressler, who's a very, very active owner. And Tony's kind of famously said that, like, at, at the end of the day, he makes the final decision on anything, which is, uh, you know, definitely his right. He owns the team. But I, I think the safest way to put this, and I think the most accurate way right now, is to say Quinn Snyder is going to have more input and more say than a typical head coach would. That comes with the price tag of getting him. Um, $8 million a year reported. That's a lot of money. It's not like number one coach money, but certainly in the top uh, probably third of the league in coaches' salaries. And the fact that he took the job now, I think that's maybe coming along with a little bit, you know, not, not, not a list of demands, but I'm sure he uh, wants some sort of roster control, some say in the mix. Whereas Nate McMillan um, certainly was, I'm sure, part of the conversation, but was very hands-off compared to a lot of head coaches. I think Quinn's going to be in the room. I'm not sure if he's going to make, make a final decisions again, but I expect him to have a very prominent voice in kind of shaping everything. And that means top-down roster management, um, sort of culture setting, all that stuff. I think that's what they brought him here for. And whether he has that title or not, I think he's going to be certainly a big voice in the organization. Yeah, it's also championship caliber coach money uh, because most of the guys that make that yeah. kind of money are, are NBA title uh, winners. Um, last question for you, Brad, with just a minute left. What do you think the future is for DeJounte Murray? I mean, you know, obviously this season, it's been a lot of chaos. And, and you know, he's only known stability from the organization that he came from. Now he's thrust in the middle of all of this chaos. What do you think his future is as he goes into when we get to the offseason? He'll be going into his last year of his contract. Do you think his future is with the Hawks or do you think it's with somebody else? I think his future is probably going to be in Atlanta. You know, part of the interesting dynamic there is that the Hawks can't really extend him. Like they're able to, but. Um, not at a number that he's going to sign. It's just very complicated thing that I won't try to explain now, but they basically he has no reason to sign that contract. So he's going to hit for agency and that's always uh, dicey. If you're on the team side, and you want to keep that guy and look, they'll, they'll have, they'll have two years of data. I think he's played fairly well this year, but he's not like turned organization around at the same time as well. So I think that you trade for him and give up all that stuff. You have to plan on him being here long-term, but he'll have his own agency. If he wants to go somewhere else, he'll be able to do that at, uh, at the end of his contract. And, that certainly lends a more uncertainty than you might have hoped for if you were the Hawks when you traded for him. Yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's a big decision that's going to be looming. Follow him on his personal Twitter page, at BT Roland. Brad Roland is the host of the Locked on Hawks podcast, a daily, Hawk, uh, daily uh, Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked on Network. Brad, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me tonight. We'll chat again soon. Thanks for having me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.